0: Hi, and welcome to our very first episode of the EMYH, Endorphins Make You Happy Podcast. I'm James, and ngayon, I'm so happy na mag-share ko sa inyo mga words of wisdom and inspiring words and thoughts from one of my good friends from Davao City. We were used to be classmates back in Davao. Pareho po kami medical students and this guy is one of the scholars of the College of Medicine in our institution. He's smart, also talented, and napaka-responsible. This is episode 1, As a Friend, What Do You Do To Be Happy?
1: Hey, what's up guys my name is gerald and today we're gonna talk about one important aspect of daily life that most people wish for and that is happiness my dear friends according to webster happiness is defined as a state of well-being and contentment and is generally a pleasurable or satisfying experience seems easy enough the world offers so much potential sources for pleasure wealth Technology, fashion, you name it. And yet, we wonder. If it's that easy to be happy, why do many people still search for it? Can't we be just happy in a snap? I guess it's a bit trickier than that, especially in today's society. Behind seemingly unfazed faces lie many personal demons. Mental problems, family issues, financial concerns, and a lot more. Today's youth, I think, has especially a lot of more personal issues to deal with. I think that the peer pressure is immense and having to deal with other problems just causes anxiety and depression. Unfortunately, this pandemic has massively aggravated these issues. Social media and television just make the situation worse sometimes. It just makes things seem hopeless, you know? When things seem bleak... How, then, would we find this happiness that we desperately desire? Well, it's a given. My life isn't all sunshine and rainbows. I do have my own share of dilemmas and uncertainties. Yet, in my 27 years of existence, I have seen truly and genuinely happy people. Do they have perfect lives like the rest of us? Of course not. There's no such thing. Now, I'm no expert in psychology, and I practically don't have my medical license. But I have noticed that all these people have common denominators that allow them to see the brighter side. There are so many tricks that we can follow, but I'll share my five most important realizations learning from other people. 1. Taking a step back. Whenever things get too overwhelming and hectic, people who can stay positive are those who do not let their emotions get the best of them and avoid charging right in. No, these people are the ones who take one moment to breathe and just take a step back first. When people feel backed up in a corner, the tendency is to be on the offensive and just fight without ever analyzing a situation first. It's so easy to listen to our feelings rather than our mind during these times. Before saying or doing something, just take five seconds to breathe and look at the bigger picture. Will what I say or do be worth it? Will it change things if I do them? People who can be happy despite the odds are those who have mastered this technique. I'll share one trick my mom taught me. In moments of sadness or rage, Blink thrice. When I do this, suddenly my mind snaps out of my disturbing thoughts. It might work for you. We all have different ways to manage our thoughts and emotions. The trick is just to find out what works best for you. But generally, the key is to be the captain of our own boat and to not let transient feelings lead our actions. Second, is managing expectations. Let's be honest, it's human nature to expect results equivalent to the effort that we put out. When we give our 100% absolute best, we also want to gain the best outcome possible. Yet, as we all know, that's not always the case. I know it's cliche, but the saying, do your best and God will do the rest, is actually implied here. It doesn't mean that you have to be religious or believe in other deities. It just means that you just don't expect anything in return. When you help others, you just do it because you can. When you give effort, you just do it because it's needed. Happy people don't tend to have this one-track mind that everything will go smoothly and according to their plans. They are able to go with the flow and accept whatever is given. In this way, if ever things don't go to plan, they'll take a shorter time being upset and have the immediate initiative to plan the next step. And if ever the best outcome does occur, they are able to appreciate the success even more. Don't get me wrong, this doesn't mean that people don't have to be ambitious or organized in their actions. It just means that part of the planning is also expecting that road bumps may be present along the way. With this mindset, it's no wonder why people can be so positive. Third, appreciate the little things. Like most of the world, I too desire the finer things in life. It's not bad to dream big like wanting a two-story house, desiring the latest phones, or buying the fanciest car. Nothing is wrong with that. That is absolutely fine. But sometimes in our pursuit for these things, we don't notice that all our time and energy are just focused on these aspects. At the end of the day, these are all just fleeting things. There are far more important and valuable things in this world. Happy people are those who know this fact. I guess this one hits home for me. The medical field is demanding and downright unforgiving at times. It takes so much from you, and you just dedicate your entire being for that medical degree. But you know what kept me going? My family and friends. Yes, of course, my priority at this point would always be the books and the notes. But small things that my family does is the reason I think I was able to survive all this time. Simple gestures of making my favorite snack when I'm stressed for an upcoming exam or offering to take me somewhere during my rare days off was enough to remind me how blessed I am. In the end, I'm able to take these small yet positive things and be able to see the brighter side of dreary med school. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm able to keep my smile and be happy. Fourth, Knowing your boundaries. I think that there is this notion that happy people just smile a lot and just don't mind whatever negative vibe is thrown at them. But I don't think that's the case. I have observed those people who wear genuine smiles, and they are the ones who know their boundaries. They can confidently and respectfully be upfront with others on things that make them uncomfortable they keep an open line for conversation, which allows matters to be resolved almost immediately and not escalate to something more serious. On the flip side, they're also the ones who are aware when they have hurt or offended others. Negative people don't tend to notice these things. Or worse, they do notice, but they just don't want to do anything about it. It may take a while for us to notice these things, but once we do, we should try our best to say sorry and make amends. As I always say, some things can be difficult, but can become simpler when said right. So don't be afraid to say what makes you feel uncomfortable, and try to be more aware of your surroundings so that we can maintain a positive environment. And lastly, pray. So if you're an atheist, it immediately means you can't be happy, Of course not. Prayer and religion sparks many debates when it comes to keeping up your mental health and maintaining a positive outlook. I must emphasize one point though. Even psychiatric books in medicine state that 80 to 90 percent of people who firmly believe in their religion are less likely to develop depression and anxiety. But is it the entire basis of being happy? (laughs) Not at all. It just helps, so whatever god you wish to worship, it's alright. Having someone you can cling on to during hard times can surely help ease the burden. For the atheists, one exceptional thing that I have observed is that they are the ones who have a deeper and more meaningful concern for the immediate problems of the world and are actually the ones who choose to do something about them. I guess for them, the happiness comes from directly helping those in need. An attribute all of us must have regardless of whatever deity you believe in. I think I've said too much. I hope you picked up some valuable lessons in my talk. Just remember, hiding your feelings is not the solution. If you're feeling sad, then feel free to feel sad. Feeling angry? Then go ahead and be mad. At the end of the day, you must stay true to what you are feeling, but never let it be the master of you. At the end of the day... Wearing a genuine smile on your face feels lighter than any old sad or angry expression. Goodbye guys, and have a good day.
0: Taking a Step Back Managing expectations, appreciate the little things, knowing your boundaries, and pray. These are Gerald's five realizations in life that help him solve problems in his daily encounters. These are his tips that help him to be a happy person. Listening back to his talk, I knew that hindi talaga madali gawin yung mga tips niya. It is easier said than done, but taking one tip at a time. And help you develop a good habit and a good character, and to be this happy person. These are my learnings. Tip number one, taking a step back. This is a real challenge for someone who is impatient and also short-tempered. And I'm guilty about this. The quote is stated there. People who can stay positive are those who do not let their emotions get the best of them and avoid charging right in. This is what I learned. Being the master of your emotion is not easy by just denying what you feel. Emotions are meant to be felt. Being the master of your emotion is respecting what you feel and use your judgment. Properly, If it is right to do this or do that, when you feel like you want to hurt someone because you feel sad or angry, being the master of your emotions is recognizing what you feel and take a step back and think if it will benefit you and if it will not harm others. Tip number two, managing expectations. Sa panahon ngayon, especially in social media, we see our friends, our colleagues, nakapag-abroad na they were able to build a good family, matas na position posisyon sa trabaho nila, nakabili na ng sasakyan, nakapag-masters, and doctorate na yung iba, and many more. We expect at a certain phase and age in our life Dapat ito niyo na mga natin. In managing expectations, as Gerald said, in part of planning is also expecting that road bumps may be present along the way. We may not reach that certain goal in a certain time because we may encounter unexpected happenings that may hinder us to achieve that certain goal. What really makes us so affected with the outcomes is that we depend our happiness to the results of our expectations, especially when we expect a positive outcome. Hindi naman masama to expect a positive outcome. However, we should not always depend on our expectations. Actually, list of expectations. If we depend so much, we are being consumed by this. Managing expectations is being open to possible results. It should not limit us, but allows us to be flexible and discover what are other possibilities. It's okay na hindi ka na on time because of this and that. It's okay that you don't have the latest phone. It's okay na hindi ka pa nakapag Disneyland or anywhere in abroad. Managing expectations is also helping yourself to be patient and compassionate to yourself. You will get there. Maybe you'll get more than what you are expecting right now. Third tip from Gerald's realization, appreciate the little things. I think this can be relatable to the second tip. Remember when you have this one expectation and na-achieve mo yun. Did it make you happy? What if it didn't? Frustrations, I think to so many people, some might just accept it and move forward. To be happy regardless of the outcome of your expectations and efforts, either it's positive or negative, give yourself a chance to celebrate your efforts, the efforts and support that mga friends and family mo for you to achieve. There are so many things that we should be thankful for and able to appreciate regardless of what we are facing right now. Appreciation is a gratitude that you give to yourself, to your friends, family, colleagues, teachers, and many people who helped you in certain ways. Because things like even the little things, they have a purpose. Once you see that purpose, you can appreciate the purpose of these little things or these persons or these happenings is that, for example, it helped you to get through something, it provided you food this day, it helped you in your studies, business, or hobbies. Fourth tip from Gerald is knowing your boundaries. This is like knowing your limits, but a bit flexible. This is what I can say. If you want to have a good environment around you, don't make things complicated, uncomfortable, being disrespectful, being too loud, being toxic, or being negative. Or accept anything or all of the things that were mentioned from other people around you. To live a happy life is not tolerating what is not good. This is not only for living saints, this is being human. Being upfront or being honest or being brave enough to correct someone is a way of setting a good standard. If you have good intentions to whatever you are doing, do it in a positive or mature way. If you have good intentions but you did it in a way that could trigger a bad scenario, your good intentions will be misunderstood and you will be misunderstood. To be a happy person who knows his or her boundaries, one must understand what is good, what is being mature, and what is being human. Lastly, the fifth tip was pray. Prayer is like submission to put everything in your God's hand. For a person who believes in God, prayers are like anchors. They give you this assurance and safety and make you feel steady to whatever you are encountering. For the eighties, I just want to emphasize what Gerald noticed and said back in his talk he said there there are the ones who you the atheist who have a deeper and more meaningful concern for the immediate problems of the world and are actually the ones who choose to do something about them i guess for them the happiness comes from directly from helping those in it An attribute all of us must have regardless of whatever you believe in. And that was episode 1. Thank you for listening and hear us from our next episode.